For the second time in six months, DOD's overseers are raising red flags about one of the department's biggest cybersecurity projects. In a report released yesterday, the Pentagon's inspector general says the joint regional security stacks are not meeting their expected objectives, and this is more than five years after the program first got off the ground. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu joins me now to talk about the latest findings and DOD's response to them. Jared, this does not look like a good report. It's not. And, you know, maybe we can actually start with the one bright spot in the report before we dig into the bad stuff, which is it's meeting at least one of the objectives and one of the main ones, really, which was to reduce the overall footprint that DOD DOD has of its networks exposed to the outside world. So prior to this joint regional security stacks project, there were more than a a thousand different security stacks in the Army, 1300 in the Navy, 440 in the Air Force. And each of those, of course, is a potential entry point for a bad guy to come into DOD's networks. The objective at least, is to reduce those thousands down into just 48 around the world. And and the IG says DOD has made some progress on that front. They've cut out 131 of those separate access points and consolidated them behind existing JRSS architecture in this, in this regionalized structure. So not a huge amount of progress, but progress is progress. Okay, so that's the good news. The bad news is, as you say, they, they say that they are really not meeting end users' expected, end users' needs for, for what these stacks are are supposed to do in, in, in terms of securing networks. Unfortunately, we don't know a lot of details about the exact security flaws in this system because there are massive reports of this IG report that are blocked out. But we know, for example, from previous reports from DOD's Director of Operational Test and Evaluation that red teams have managed to just sail through these JRSS sites without uh, even being noticed by network defenders who are using JRSS. One of the big factors that the IG points to in in why there have been flaws in the way GRSS has been implemented is that the department decided to consider this a tech refresh, this massive uh, up to $2.2 billion uh, program now, uh, a tech refresh and not a major automated information system, which is, um, you know, if it were counted as a maze system, that that would trigger the normal DoD acquisition process, which would have brought about, you know, all all the things that come with that. So, for example, key performance parameters, a, a test and evaluation plan for the entire system, training for the operators. The IG says it really didn't have any of those things, at least at the outset, it, not, in, not, not in sufficient fashion. And, and the inspector general says those are really the, the root causes for why JRSS is not meeting its users' needs. Yes. And uh, as you point out, there's a lot of redactions in it, and you can't really tell what the specific things are that it is not doing or the problems it caused. And so I imagine there's a lot of discussion going on in closed doors about the content among the people that can see the content. Yeah, that's right. And, and again, I think one of the commonalities between this IG report and the one that we mentioned a second ago from from DOTNE um, back back in the, the the previous winter is that training has been one of the major shortfalls here. They did not provide for adequate training seats. There was not a, a training curriculum that was kind of standardized across the services. And and again, it goes back to that issue of not having you know dedicated, formalized, rigorous department level oversight over this this entire program because again this was something that was overseen at the DOD CIO and the DISA level because the idea is to consolidate 
different tactics, techniques, procedures that are that are different across the military services and make those common across DOD as part of this vision for the joint information environment that DOD has been talking about for the better part of eight or nine years now. JRSS really is supposed to be the cornerstone of that. And if, if they can't get JRSS right, really by the, by the Pentagon's own reckoning, um, the rest of JIE can't really fall into place because they say that, that that really is the keystone for the rest of those efforts for bringing more commonality throughout the military services. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jared Serbu. And what are the recommendations the IG is making here? Well, one is actually to to do what they didn't do in the first place, which is treat it as something like a major automated information system. One of the formal recommendations they made to DOD's acquisition leadership is that this system and really any systems going forward um, have formal triggers that that cause them to be treated as major programs if you're spending a certain amount of money on them. And again, it is a large amount of money, larger than DOD had previously estimated. Just a couple of years ago, they were estimating $1.6 billion for the total cost to get JRSS up and running. That's now up to $2.2 billion, and, and still it's not being designated as, as, as a major system. DOD says, you know, rather than managing it as a major system, they decided to use two, uh, two hybrid, a hybrid of two models that DISA has documented, an enterprise services model and a continuous capability delivery model, which, which makes some sense because, the, the, you know, I think the department has emphasized from the beginning that they really want these sites to keep up uh, with, with refreshes of technology and bring in new security appliances and software and, and, and cyber defense tools as they're developed on the market, which may not necessarily lend itself to the traditional, you know, acquisition, you know, large ACAT system model. So that, that that's certainly one explanation for that. But, uh, you know, on the other hand, the IG says it's just, you know, there's, there's not enough of an effective, rigorous management oversight framework in there, and they, they really need to start getting after that. DOD's response is, yes, we recognize the intent behind that, but we are not going to designate this as a, as a formal program, just like they've been hesitant to designate uh, JIE as a program of record from the beginning. What else does the Defense Information Systems Agency, which I guess gets the blame, if you will, here, what, what else are they saying they plan to do? Well, really, the, the, the response has been that this is old news. And, and, and to be honest, that's the theme we've heard several times now whenever there's a bad oversight report about JRSS in particular. You know, the department will say this report just captures a moment in time from a year or so ago, and we've made a lot of progress since then. Um, and in fact, here's Vice Admiral Nancy Norton, the DISA director, expanding on that point in, in a press conference in Baltimore just a couple weeks ago. So the report is lagging um, from the from the review and the actions that have been taken. So, you know, those those um, responses of, of increasing the training, uh, uh, increasing the capacity so that it, it reduces the latency that we had, uh, some of the standardization of the migration tools, uh, preparing for the CIPRNET, which, CIPRNET migration, which is just starting so that we have more commonality from, uh, from CIPRNET and NIPRNET, and in increasing uh, responsing, responses of the, the governance processes and policies and putting that in place in a way that, that is more effective. All of that has been, uh, has been put into place so that we, we have a, a much more robust and responsive program overall and um, all of that is already already well underway. 
and Admiral Norton went on to say that she really has no concerns about this this effort at all, with the exception of making sure that the military services have enough network infrastructure to start moving their security uh, their security stacks off of individual bases and behind these more regionalized infrastructure. But but other than that, she says really no concerns. They're moving full steam ahead. So a very you know a, a pretty large disconnect between. DOD's view of how this is going and the oversight community's view of how this is going. Remember, the DOT&E report just a few months ago said they need to pause this entire effort until they get their ducks in a row a little bit better. Yeah, especially if you hear Cipernet migration, you have to keep the S in Cipernet. Yeah, that's right. And and that, that as, as Admiral Norton just said, that, that secret level, JRSS, is really just starting to be deployed. So there have really not been any uh, major test events for, for that part of JRSS yet. And uh, the those are probably still to come, but when we do get some some results from them, they will, I am sure, be even more heavily redacted than yesterday's report was because of that classification level. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu, thanks so much. Thank you, Tom. Be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com, and we'll have a link to that report for you. <coughs> Cough and cold season is here. Introducing Ricola Max Throat Care, Ricola's most powerful drop yet. It's the best of Swiss nature wrapped around a powerful liquid menthol center for maximum relief from your worst cough and sore throat. Maximum nature for maximum relief. Try the new Ricola Max now, available in the cold and cough aisle. It's in our nature.